if you like the show and you want more show, there's a secret way to get... I'm sorry, I'm getting a text message. It's from Patreon. They say, remind people about Patreon. We're doing it. Oh, God, annoying. Oh, they're the worst. <laughs> Actually, they're the best. They're it's the, the only best. way we fund we the show. It. Head to patreon.com slash wehaveconcerns to find out how you can get bonus episodes and help keep the show going. sure it'll be fine and if not awesome. uh well it's uh, we'll die there hey <laughs> this is we have concerns hi jeff canato hi anthony carboni hello concerned citizens i think we make things too hard on ourselves and not not in an emotional way i think i think human beings like to construct very complicated systems for things mm-hmm. that we don't necessarily need does that make sense no no <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i i think y- you know when Somebody tells you to sit down and organize things. Yeah. One of the things that um, organization experts and, and you know, sort of uh, life coaches always say is when people are asked to organize things, they over-organize. Hmm. They try to do too much at once. When in reality, like, your, your desk is covered in papers, really all you need to get started organizing is, is a trash can. Is a trash can <laughs> and a pile that says to do, right? Yeah. And that's, um, you're immediately a million times more organized. But if you tell me, you sit me down you're like you got to come up with an organizational system for this mm-hmm. i immediately i'm like well it's gonna need color codes and tabs and i'm gonna need to file <laughs> it by categories and it's gonna need a tagging system and i i do not have that problem you don't have that problem i am not that guy really i i barely organized and i have things that go where i remember them going but man i'm not i'm not the kind of guy that my wife is like this she gets very energized by being organized yeah. she, she loves walking into the staples and looking around and going, oh, yeah, colored tabs and highlighters and, oh, my gosh, a uh, filing cabinet. Woo. She gets very excited by all that stuff uh, because it for her, it equals clarity and that equals peace of mind. Yeah. And for me, that equals work and waste of time. Yep. I go back and forth. I'm usually about halfway through some ridiculous reorganization project where I realize I'm an idiot. I've done way too much. There's there's no reason I needed any of this and I've just <laughs> wasted all of the time I should have spent doing whatever it was whatever it was I was organizing to prepare for, right? Right. Um but anyway, I think I personally think that's more common than not. And there's a story that was sent into us by Philip Shaw that I think sort of shows how much we try to organize things and control things when they tend to just turn out okay. Uh-huh. Uh this is a uh this is a, about a letter that a man sent oh, in Ireland. That's a love letter. It's a love letter. Um, what it is is he uh, he died. Oh no! Uh, but he kept sending his wife letters. Is he on a boat every day. He wrote a, a year's worth of letters oh. uh, and sent it to her. And this in is a, a Hillary Swank a movie. No, this is oh. a Hillary Swank movie. Sorry. Uh, no, this is a guy who sent a letter uh, just to see. If it would get to his friend, <laughs> because okay. Ireland, uh, Northern Ireland, apparently just instituted uh, zip codes. Okay, and they're trying to super organize the mail up there. Right, and so this guy is like, "I'm gonna send a letter. Watch this." He addressed the letter, "Your man Henderson, that boy with the glasses, who's doing a PhD up here in Belfast." <laughs> he sent it. So he sent, sent it to sent it to this guy's village. 
His, his idea is that the village is so small that They're he can just know. be vague about who he wants to go uh, oh, to. Oh, the Henderson boy. Uh, the, the one who's doing oh, the Henderson PhD. boy who's doing his PhD up in Belfast. Uh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, I know who to send that to. I'll just hand it right to him. I'll just see him. I'll, I'll see him on Tuesdays when we get bread. Yeah. Yeah. On Tuesdays when we get bread, you said in your leprechaun accent. <laughs> hey! I love it. See, that's the thing. They, they're all, they're able to, <laughs> they're able to give stuff to, I don't know. Never mind. Sorry. Go on. Leprechauns are? Are you I about gonna, to do a leprechaun thing? I was going to do a leprechaun thing. I mean, if you can find pots of gold. Okay. Then Keep you going. can probably find a person. Sure. Based on a vague explanation of that person because of the magic of the aisles yeah i'm yeah. thinking it's just luck anyway right <laughs> oh it's so lucky to find you i just had this i just happen to have this letter that's addressed to you boy i'm just gonna let you do this for like 10 I'm gonna keep talking minutes. about it i'm just gonna let you keep going this is amazing <laughs> would you like to have some of me like a charm uh, okay there it was um no so he sent it your man henderson that boy with the glasses and it got to his house showed up there was no delay no Nothing. delay. There was no delay. The it, next day. It basically showed up faster, I think, than any male would have. Uh, oh, I the, know that boy. Oh, the yeah. letter traveled 80 miles from Belfast before being delivered to the office of Mr. Henderson's wife. <laughs> took it to work. Took it to her to work. Her, to her oh, work. I was going to bring it to your house, but I knew that you'd be at work today. Right. So I thought I'd just drop it off. Uh, the population in the town is 7,000. So that makes sense. In a, yeah. in a population of 7,000, everybody knows everybody. Probably only one mail carrier. Mm-hmm. You know, that guy probably, I mean, maybe more than one mail carrier, but not very many more. And that guy probably knows most people and he can just be asking 6, around. 6,500 people in that town are mail carriers. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing. It's yeah. a town of a mail carriers. A lot of them carriers. have to commute back and forth to work to other towns yeah. other places uh but they all really respect mail and i think that's why it worked that's something that they don't tell you uh no so uh, the inside the letter just said if this has arrived you live in a village dude it was <laughs> it's like the most elaborate sick burn in the history the of the world the it's si- just it's just this just- dude's buddy in belfast is like let me show you where you're from asshole the fucked up thing is that this this mail carrier did all this work to like figure it out and like took pride in his job mm-hmm. to to still deliver this thing not, neither that in sleet the end, nor snow that in the he, end was a joke about how fucking parochial he, he is. He just stands there and hands it. I did it. I found you, Mr. Henderson. Here you go. And he and, he, and Mr. Henderson's like, "Well, thank you so much, boy. I really appreciate it." And they open it up and they pull it out and they're both like fucking barry (laughs) then all of a sudden the phone rings the one phone in the center of town and somebody calls and they're like henderson henderson it's for you i'll take it i'll take it i'm here you burnt (laughs) damn you barry (laughs) but i think this is interesting like the there is a uh there was a stamp on the on the letter that said please remember to write the postcode clearly. <laughs> the, the, to ensure the delivery. Sta- they don't have any more specific stamp than that. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, they, they proceeded to order a new stamp that says, don't be a jackass, write an actual person's name on this. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's all they had at the time. So, I mean, this kind of proves, but if there are a lot of, if, if there are a lot of villages of that size, doesn't it kind of prove the guy's point where it's like, yeah, we don't really need the zip code yet. Maybe we're over-organizing. Maybe you're, you're overthinking f- you're it. You fucking village rat, you. <laughs> you fucking live in a fucking village. <laughs> I 
like that you go back and forth between high fantasy RPG and well, now I've decided that Barry and like snatch. Yeah, Barry's you can only a hooligan. do two accents. He's a hooligan. That's what I've decided. Barry's a you live in a fucking village. I do not, Barry. Yes, you fucking do. I'll prove it. Now he's Scottish. Now he's Scottish. Yeah, I was gonna say you turned into Billy Connolly all of a sudden. <laughs> Yeah, that's what happened. They just got in a big drunken fight, and he's like, I'll prove it to you. I'll prove it to you. You live in a fucking village, I do. I don't know a lot of Irish people, but the Irish people I do know, yeah, you're absolutely right. There was not, this was not sent to prove any point other than fucking Henderson comes from a backwoods hick town, <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to show you, Henderson. I'll I'm going to show it. you what a fucking hick you are. <laughs> I can write the most vague thing. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll know you because everybody there is probably related to you. It's probably your sister. Now here's, the mail carrier. now, here's the thing. We had an issue with our RSVP cards for our wedding. There was a printing error. I don't right. know if you remember this. I do. I had to send out. I got two of, your, two of them. Two yeah. R- we had to have RSVP cards completely reprinted right. and sent back out because the printer like legitimately fucked up and put an address that doesn't exist. Well, that's because you live in a fucking village. Yeah, I live in a, the small town of Los Angeles, California. <laughs> the tiny little cow pasture that is LA. Right. Um, I just go out every day into the into the fields of Los Angeles mm-hmm. and I breathe the clean air. Yeah. And I And you turn to your neighbor and you say, "Howdy neighbor. Howdy Isn't neighbor. it a beautiful another beautiful day here and in I Los kn- Angeles?" I know them all. Yeah. I know them all and I, yeah. I ask them all how their kids are doing <laughs> and how they're how they're all doing. They're all yeah. country doctors or, you know, lawyers or, yeah. you know, in the fields like yeah, you. Yeah, you, you know, know? raising uh, a small podcast of their own. But if you lived in a larger place, Mhm. <laughs> um, no, so this was sent to a, they were sent to an address that didn't exist. Right. Everybody who sent theirs back with the, the the original one, the one with the wrong address, we got it. That's crazy. We got them all. We wound up with two RSVPs from most people. That's like sorcery. It's pretty crazy. I, and I, you know, I wonder, you know, the postal system has been around for hundreds of years and typing hasn't, mm-hmm. you know, and people's penmanship is god awful and the average intelligence of people sending crap hasn't always been great either. So the idea, the amount of crap that the Postal Service must deal with on a daily basis of what does this even say? How the hell are we supposed to deliver this? I can only, it boggles my mind. It boggles my mind. I can tell you this. I think the reason why it tends to work, why it tends to just get to where it needs to go is something I've noticed that letter carriers get a lot of autonomy in their job yeah. like tons of autonomy like to the so? point if you have a problem with mail delivery and you call uh-huh they will in a lot of cases connect you directly to the person who delivers your mail which mm-hmm. is really which can be weird if you're calling for a customer servicing like i had yeah. the shittiest mailman in new york like the worst guy well, like we'll just let you talk to the guy who actually goes to your house every day yeah so you want to be a man and make some complaints? Well, well not talk just to the that. guy that knows where you live. But here's a guy who daily. already here's a guy who already doesn't want to deliver your mail properly. Like is clearly like I had a guy who was willfully mm. fucking with my mail just to like mm. prove points and shit. Like, um, so here's a guy who's already clearly just fuck you. Yeah, and now I have to talk to him, which is going to make him even more fuck you. Right. You know, but uh. I, I had something that didn't come the other day, and when I wrote the notes for redelivery, like the mail guy came and he clearly was the guy who read it. Hmm. 
You know, like I yeah. think they get a lot of, so if they know it's on their route, they're kind of given the free reign to be like, okay, well, I know this is on my route. I have a feeling I know who this is. I'm going to deliver it. Yeah. Which on, which on one hand you would think is crazy. Right. On one hand you would be like, no, a computer needs to sort it and needs to fucking yeah. make sure. And if it's not exactly right, it needs to go back. So right. some central computer can either return it to sender or figure out what to do. When in most cases, like, dude, this guy walks your block every day. He knows yeah. where the fuck you live. And that's what I'm saying. I and think we, we get all that for 42 cents. Yeah. And that's, that's insane. I, I think that's kind of what I'm talking about when we have a tendency to want to overorganize. Right. We want, I guess what I'm saying is we want vast systems of security. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, for me, it, it points to a, a slightly different issue, which is as much as you and I are, you know, technology forward thinkers, there is something magical and something still very valuable about the human touch. Oh, for sure. Actual human beings being involved in processes like this that you, you can't have this if it's all automated. You can't have this if, if everything is on, built on an efficiency engine. Something I always do, or, or I always used to do that I like, I don't do anymore because my wife is very good about this and, and I've kind of learned from her. I will spend all day trying to make automated systems work for me. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a customer service thing or an ordering thing, like whatever it is, I no, want, I know you've done I, it on in our our own e, our own Gmail account. You've like tried to make it as automated as possible. Sure, but I'm I'm talking about like if there's some sort of problem where I need something, mm-hmm. I want I will spend all day even if it's not working, and and she will be like, just get on the phone, right? Get on the phone, it'll fix it. Twenty minutes, it'll fix it. Talk to a person, and I just the idea of talking to a person to solve a problem somehow makes my skin crawl and i don't know if i've always been like this or if this is something that you know has sort of grown in me over time is it because you don't want to be the bother to that person or you just don't like the human interaction yes to both Uh and also i just don't believe in the efficiency of it right i i have this feeling that i'm going to be on hold for 45 minutes and i'm going to get transferred to 18 people and it's going to be really frustrating and if i could just get the computerized thing to work it would just work better Uh, yeah but that's but that's not, not true. the case at all because the computerized thing is where you're going to be in 12 different menus and figuring out how to do this or that. I don't know. It could go either way. And yeah. I always feel, and I always feel like sticking to the computer, sticking to the system is the way to make it work. <laughs> but it's like, you know, if there isn't a checkbox on the automated system for what you want, right. then you're fucked. But if you can get a person, right? If you can get a person and you can be like, Hey, I need this and I know it's not supposed to happen. Usually a person talking to another person will be like, I get that. Right. I want things too. It's fucked up. Yeah. Aren't we stupid? We're human. All right, let me see if I can get you this thing. Yeah. But I no, don't want to do it. I, I think it also points to a, a thing we've talked about in previous episodes as well, which is giving a shit. Like the only way that letter arrives is if someone gives a shit. That's true. I could have a completely different letter carrier and I would have gotten none of those RSVP cards, which is why we sent them all out again. Yeah. That person has to care. Yeah. Because he's making up for a mistake or lack of information that he had no part in. Well, because as much as we trust the central computer, I don't think there really is much of one. When it comes to like standard letters, right? you know, if you're sending something that's like certified or needs a signature, then I think there is. But just like a letter sent to a house, I think if that doesn't work, I think it goes into like a, like a bog. I think it, <laughs> I think it goes Ireland, into, it definitely I think does. it goes into some fucking watery, damp pit 
in the middle of the post office. Like you just open a door and you nearly fall, you know? Yeah. And it's just like the bog of eternal stench down there. And there's like a million birthday cards and yeah. like packages. And it's just like, I don't know. It was, it was, they're not getting where they're going. Wrong. Yeah. Was, they're, they put the wrong number on just it. Put them in the bog. And just throw them in the bog. <laughs> Pulpit. There's like a troll that lives down there who's just, always celebrating a birthday. Yeah, he just needs a he just needs birthdays to survive. <laughs> like if we don't keep giving birthdays. him birthday energy, he'll devour all of the mail. It's like <laughs> he lives on wishes and, yeah. and twenty dollar bills. Every time, and you know what? Every time you walk into a post office, you can feel the existence of that troll just sucking all the oh, birthday yeah. energy out of the world. You can. If it, <laughs> he just he just wants your uh, your Amazon gift cards. It's just like you could walk into a post office and you're immediately like, ah, oh, I don't know what that smell is. I can't I can't figure out what this energy is. Ah, uh, yeah, sorry, it's the bog troll. I feel like I'm forgetting my family. Yeah, it'll happen. I yeah. don't know what's going on. You should work here. It's not a, it's not pleasant. Ugh. Yeah, I haven't celebrated a birthday in 37 years. Troll has though. <laughs> Troll's <laughs> celebrated 37 today. It's like, oh look. <laughs> A $15 Xbox card. <laughs> what is even an Xbox? <laughs> oh, I'll eat an Applebee's again tonight. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, delicious grandma dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess it is just giving a shit. I guess more than a story of Ireland doesn't need postal codes. It's more a story of like, hey, look at this. When these small town people are forced to integrate, like are supposed to are forced to interact with each other every day, they tend to help each other more. Yeah, they tend to be nice. Maybe that's the story. Yeah. We live in a fucking village. Yeah, well, guess what, buddy? Yeah, it's pretty nice. Guess what? It's it's amazing. Because <laughs> uh... you're going to send that burn, and it's going to get to me, because I know Carl, who brings the fucking letters. Yeah. And he's going to bring it. And he's not going to bring it to my house because he knows Rose is going to be at work. Yeah. So he's going to bring it to the office so she doesn't have to wait for it. You dick. You city dick. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and they just punch each other yeah. and pass out because that's also once again I don't know many Irish guys I'm pretty sure that's but all the Irish guys I know would yeah. do that uh yeah huh I mean I think this is a kind of an amazing story I still trust the computer you still do yeah I don't know I know I can trust my mailman because of what happened with the RSVP cards but I also don't want to because he's human and I look at him with shady, with shifty eyes. And anytime I don't get a package the day I'm supposed to, I think maybe he's doing something on purpose. You're just mad because I'm a terrible the troll person. stole your birthday cards. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I had a gift certificate for a model train store that doesn't exist anymore. Aww. You know how I love my model trains. I know you do. You do. You just want to play choo-choo That's all it. day H-O long. H.O. scale, dude. That's the way I roll. I know. Anyway. You live. But you do. You believe it. You believe in people over computers. Yeah, I think this is one of those stories that makes me, it, it gives me more faith in humanity. It reinstills my my love of people. Like, this guy, he's a mail carrier. He didn't have to do this. He he, he gave a shit. And I think it's a beautiful thing. I think it's a beautiful thing. You're the thing. sort of person they invented the Hallmark Channel for. You know that, right? I don't know. I don't watch that. I, I You know, that, that channel doesn't do anything for me. Not because, it's it's not like it's... A bunch of Hallmark cards. If it was, maybe I would watch it. <laughs> you know what they should make is they should make a shoebox greetings channel because those are hilarious. Hilarious. It's so edgy. <laughs> I got one that was like, I didn't say it, but I think it was about sex. <laughs> no. On my birthday. What? Yeah. Another thing that's funny about dads, 
Uh, they love ties and golf. <laughs> I don't know. What do you guys think this story is about? Is this about our tendency to over-organize? Is this a story about faith in humanity? Yeah. Does this just prove that Henderson lives in a fucking village? Let us know what you have think. You, uh, have you lost birthday cards to the post office bog? Yeah, when was the last time you guys had to go into a post office? Tell us that story. You know where you tell us that story is you go to iTunes. Yeah. Uh, you find the show. You give it a five-star rating. Oh, yeah. The five-star rating is real helpful for us. We as, appreciate it. As soon as we get that five-star rating, it's going to give you a box where you can write a review. Yeah. Do not write a review. Oh, no. no It's like writing the address on a letter. It's not necessary. You don't need to do that. It'll no. show up. Uh, but what you do is you put the story of the last time you actually had to set foot into a post office. Yeah. Do not rate the post office. Rate no, the no, podcast. No. Rate Give it a five stars. But yes. review the post office. There you go.